Drama on the ice. The Beijing Winter Olympics in full swing now. And like usual, skating is in the headlines, but not in the way you'd expect. Some are accusing a Chinese speed skater of tripping her Canadian counterpart. Short track speed skating is always intense. But did Chinese skater Fan Kexen purposefully flick a track marker into the skates of Canadian Allison Charles? Slow motion replays seem to indicate foul play. Then again, things often look different in slow-mo. It isn't all controversy in the skating world, though. American figure skater Nathan Chen set the world record in the men's short program. 113.97 seconds. Chen is halfway to gold. With the men's long program coming up, will he be able to hold on to his lead? Olympic athletes train for years to win competitions that last merely minutes. But Christians are running a race with a far greater prize, eternity with Jesus Christ. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're in a series called Yes in Christ. All week, we've been thinking about the promises of God and how all of them are yes and amen in Jesus Christ. That's how the Apostle Paul put it in his second letter to the Corinthians. Well, on this program, we're going to turn to a psalm that's been a fortress for Christians to run to in times of trouble, Psalm 46. We'll hear from a 12-year-old girl who has treasured this psalm in her heart. We'll also hear how this psalm encouraged Martin Luther in the most challenging of his times, Psalm 46. Our God is a refuge and ever-present help. Stay with me. Let's be encouraged by God's Word together. And if you are going through a hard time right now, we'd like to pray for you. We've been hearing from many like Ted, who said our programs have been encouraging, and they've asked for prayer. Ted wrote, Mr. Morris, I really thank you for Haven today. I really appreciate the comfort I've received. I have been deeply involved in end times Bible prophecy, but it can be very intense, and I really need comfort, peace, and hope in Jesus. It's too much for me. What a great reminder. Thank you, Ted, for writing. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus at all times. Only he can give us hope, even as we await his return. So, Lord Jesus, would you be with my brother Ted? Would you help him enjoy the promises you have given him in your word? And may they fill him with hope in Christ alone. We ask this for Ted and everyone listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. If you need prayer, why don't you call us at 800-65-HAVEN or fill out a prayer request form there at haventoday.org. Also, I'd like to send you some music that I know will bring you hope and peace. It's scripture lullabies. And yes, they were made for kids originally, but now millions of adults are listening as well. The music is top-notch, but even better, these songs come straight out of the promises of God. Let not your heart be troubled. Do not be Just one of many scripture lullabies you'll find on the four-CD set of Hidden in My Heart. In these turbulent times, you need this music. I need this music 
to bring comfort and to remind us that God is always watching out for his people. Would you call us after the program? Would you allow some generosity coming from you, a gift to the ministry? And remember, we're 100% supported by friends like you. And for your gift to Haven Today, we'll send you, hidden in my heart, the CD set of volumes one through four. Our number to call after the program is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit us online and check out samples from the collection. Our website is haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And if you just want the latest CD from this series, Volume 4, we can send that to you for your gift of any amount. Now let's open this program with a great song that I bet you haven't heard in a while by Sandy Patty.
Make Me Glad, Sandy Patty, opening this haven today. I'm Charles Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. What I find so powerful whenever I open my Bible is the thought of how many faithful Christians have gone before me, how they've opened their Bible to that very place and found encouragement in the Lord. Thousands, even millions of faithful believers have looked at John 3.16. They've heard it read aloud, they've memorized it, they've reflected on it in the quiet of their own home, and the Lord has spoken to them a word of grace and love. I don't know if we think about how wonderful that is often enough. Whenever you open your Bible, yes, it is you and the Lord, but it's also you and the great cloud of witnesses that's gone before you, too. The Lord was working then, and he's still working now through his word. And one of those passages is Psalm 46. Well, joining us in the program to share about Psalm 46 and how it's ministered to her is a young girl named Madeline. She's 12 years old. Her father, Troy Lamberth, is our executive producer, And he sat down with his daughter, Madeline, to talk about her favorite verse in all the Bible. Madeline, there have been times when you have been fearful or anxious about things, and there has been a particular psalm that has been an encouragement to you. What is that psalm? Psalm 46. And you have the first part of it memorized. What does it say? God is a refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. When you think about those words that the psalmist wrote many, many years ago, how do they bring you encouragement? Well, he is our refuge and strength, and he's always near you and close to you no matter what. And for those who are listening today who are fearful or anxious, how can that truth, that promise of God, encourage them? Because they can read it and always know that he's near you and he will never leave you. That's good. There have been times you've used this verse to encourage other people. Can you talk about a couple of those times that you used it? Well, there was a lady named Maggie in our church who had cancer, and I kept writing her letters with that verse to encourage her. And she wrote back and said that they really did minister to her, didn't they? Mm -hmm. She said she loved them and thanked me for them. Mm, That's so sweet. Well, Madeline, um... Let's go ahead and read Psalm 46. Okay. Verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth gives away, though the mountains be moved into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. The nations rage. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. Amen. 
Would you be interested in praying for people right now and that the Lord would encourage them with this verse? Okay, let's pray. Dear Lord, we pray for all of those who are fearful and anxious right now. We pray that they'll look back on this psalm and say that God is their refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble in all times, and that He'll never leave you or forsake you. And Lord, we just pray that this psalm and all the other psalms would minister to them in these troubling times. And Lord, um, help them to remember that you always love them. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you very much, Madeline, for joining us here on Haven Today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This is Haven Today, and I'm Charles Morris. Aren't you glad that Madeline was able to join us today and share about Psalm 46 and even lead us in a very sweet prayer? This psalm is nothing but powerful. It was Martin Luther over 500 years ago who found so much comfort in Psalm 46 as well. And you probably know his story. Martin Luther was a monk before he ever became a reformer. He dedicated his life to living in the Abbey, studying the works of the great theologians of the past and devoting his time to prayer and meditation on the Word. He never wanted to start a new branch of Christianity. He didn't seek to break away from his church. But as he studied the Word and grew more and more in his faith, he began to see some differences between what he saw in Scripture and what was being taught in his church in that day. There was a man named Johann Tetzel. He was a priest, a traveling preacher. He would come into a town for one reason, penance. People were sinful, and they needed to make things right. But there was a twist. The teaching at that time said that if someone made a donation to the church, he would secure penance or forgiveness for himself or for his loved ones that might still be in purgatory. I don't think it's any surprise that Johann Tetzel made a lot of money from the church. But as Martin Luther listened to this teaching and then began reading in his Bible, something didn't sit right. He read in Romans 1.17 that the righteous are saved not by themselves or on their own, and it isn't established by their own good works, even donations to their church, but it's established by Christ and his good works. No amount of money, then or now, can procure these things for us. So Martin Luther decided to start a conversation about this. It was this difference between what he read in God's Word And what he heard from teachers like Tetzel that started him writing his 95 theses that he famously nailed to the door of the church there in Germany, as the story goes. That isn't exactly how it happened. He didn't nail it to the door in an act of defiance, but he did circulate those 95 theses, and he tried to start a discussion, and it was a discussion that took off. People began to really examine what they were being taught in their church and its practices of the day, and going back to God's Word to see if these things were really so. Now, that's the story of the Protestant Reformation, but it didn't end there. Luther found himself constantly in danger. Many people didn't like what he had done. They wanted him to just be quiet, fall back in line. And sometimes he had to live life in hiding or on the run, and it was in 
those moments of hiding and running that he found Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, the opening line. And it tells us so much. The Lord, not our works, is our refuge. The Lord, not a favorite preacher, he's our refuge. Luther found that the Lord alone is worthy, that he alone can be our refuge. He is our refuge. And that means he's our safety. In the midst of danger, he is where we go. Luther felt that in a very real way. Not many of us live our lives on the run. Christians do in other parts of the world, but we can feel it too in a world that seems hostile against our faith. The Lord is where we go. He's always our refuge, but he's also our strength. Living life on the run can be exhausting. Living life with constant anxiety can grow tiring. Living life under the constant barrage of depression and hostility from those around us will wear us down. Where will we find our strength? The Lord, of course, our refuge and our strength. It is by his spirit that we live and move. It is by his grace that we are empowered to live life to his glory. It would have been easy for Martin Luther to give in and retreat but he found his strength in the Lord to continue teaching from the Bible. And we can find strength in the Lord too. The Lord is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. What a powerful promise that we have from our God, a promise that is always yes in Christ. And here is how I know this. Something Psalm 46 comes back to throughout is this, the Lord Almighty Yahweh is with us. That's how the psalmist knew the Lord was his ever-present help in trouble, how the Lord is our refuge and strength, the Lord Almighty with us. And this is how we know this promise is yes in Christ. Jesus' own name is Emmanuel. Matthew reminds us of Isaiah's prophecy, the newborn baby, the Messiah, would be called Emmanuel which means, of course, God with us. This was Jesus' name. And wherever he went, the Lord was there because he is the Lord Almighty in the flesh. Jesus is our refuge and strength because Jesus is the Lord with us. But it goes on even more. Jesus lived among us as a human, the Lord Almighty with us. And then we know he was crucified. And he was then laid in a tomb. And three days later, he rose to new life. The resurrection changed everything because it means death doesn't get the last word. It means those who are in Christ will overcome death. And then Jesus gave us the promise, Behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Jesus is God with us, Emmanuel, the Lord Almighty. And his promise is to be with us always, not just in the now and not just in our trouble or our hard times now, but with us forever, always to the end of the age. And that is what can bring us great hope. You might feel weak today. Jesus is your strength. You might even feel in danger, but he is your refuge. You might feel all alone. But remember, he is with you. 
because of his life, his death, his resurrection, and now because he is with us by the power of his spirit and he's promising to return soon for us, we have a source of hope and joy. Not just now, not just in these dark days, but forever. So turn to Christ. Trust him with your life. Receive his love for you and rejoice that he is always with you, even to the end of the age. Be still and know that this is true. He is always watching over you. Be still, my soul. Be still and know that he is God. Rest quietly. Rest in his loving arms for he is watching One of those scripture lullabies based on Psalm 46 by Jay Stalker. Be still and know from volume one of Hidden in My Heart here on this haven today. These scripture lullabies, powerful because they're filled with the promises of God straight out of God's word. Jay Stalker says he has received thousands of emails from people around the world who've been blessed by this music. And here is one that Jay recently shared with me. Since losing our 28-year-old son in a tragedy in 2020, I've listened to nothing but your CDs in my car. Since I need God's word to wash over me and to give me peace in my storm. For some reason, each CD's precious life instrumental resonates with my heart. It's as if a fly on the wall were watching Stevens, I think that was her son, Stevens' precious and difficult life until it ended. Those songs bring me to tears every time, and I am so comforted and soothed by your music. That's Jay Stalker in northern Colorado, sharing how the scripture lullabies have been a blessing to millions around the world. 
His music is peaceful, and the lyrics are right out of God's Word. So, whether you're struggling with depression or fear or anxiety, or not any of those, these songs will still bring you to great peace and much hope. And I want to send you the four-volume set of Hidden in My Heart for your gift to the ministry. Or surely, there's someone you know, be they an adult or be they a child, who is anxious or depressed. You can get them a set as well, and we can send it directly to them with a note from you. Partner with us so we can keep sharing this great story about Jesus to people all around the world. The phone number to call right now is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. Or visit us online. You can listen to samples from all four CDs. Check out our resources for depression that we have there as well. We want to help you and those you love during this dark winter. And if you'd like Just Hidden in My Heart, Volume 4, that's the latest to be released, we have that for your gift as well. And remember, if you need prayer, call us or send us an email today. I'm Charles Morris. Won't you join me tomorrow? We're going to talk about the brink of war in Russia and Ukraine. We'll be joined by Christians on both sides of the border. And tomorrow as well, we'll get to share again this great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. A mother and her newborn child, there are few things as sweet as this, are there? The look on her face as her new son or daughter is placed in her arms for the first time, the smile that grows wider, and the tears that well up in her eyes. This is the beginning of a lifetime of loving, caring, nurturing. We live in a world that often lacks gentleness, don't we? Only the strong survive. Pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, on and on. But our Savior is different. Jesus is a gentle Savior. In Isaiah 42, we read this prophecy on the coming Redeemer. A bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. Jesus Christ, the one who will never break us or snuff us out. Get started with Anchor Devotional today. Visit getanchor.com.